0: Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Blake and CeeLo thought they had the voice. We got it here at Christ Community. Yeah. Come on, give it up. Give it a big hand for our team. Man, they have worked hard on this set, rebuilding screens and lights, and Blake finished the chair last night. woo Here we go. Christina Aguilera will be here in a minute. No, no. Hey. Here we go. <laughs> got me a little cat here. Here we go. Don't you act like you ain't never seen The Voice. Just go ahead and be honest, okay? The Voice, yeah. Right, I'm about to strangle myself with this uh, mic. Let me fix that. Okay, here we go. Oh. Just looking at your faces, I'm just like a fool up here, you know what? Yeah, you better take a picture quick. Okay, here we go. Oh, The Voice. We, I thought that would be a great name for this series. We're going to talk about hearing the voice of God from now through Easter. And the Lord's been uh, just giving me outlines for this and working through it. But today, I want you to open your Bibles over to the Gospel of John, the 10th chapter. John 10, and uh, we'll look there starting in verse 2 through 5. Now, I just want you to hear these words from Holy Scripture about how good they are. Okay, you ready? Listen to this. It says, But the one who enters through the gate is a shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice and they come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and he leads them out. And after he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger, they will run from him because they don't know his voice. Did you ever seen that? It just jumped out over, and over the voice. A lot of people are intimidated about do you hear the voice of God? And scripture is basically a narrative of God. He speaks to us through his word. We'll talk about that in depth as we go through this together. But God wants to speak to us. And the scripture says, and God said, and God said. And when the scripture says, and God says, you need to go, what did he say? And when you pick up Holy Scripture, you need to go, what did God say? Because God has spoken and God didn't stutter and it's very clear. And here's what I know. God wants to have a relationship with us. God's not into religion, but he's into a vibrant, dynamic union with him. But the problem is, is that communication is often misunderstood. I just started another premarital this past week. I do a lot of weddings over the last many years. And one of the things we talk about is communication. If you sit down in my study with couples that are getting prepared to get married, or they've been married a long time, they'll always talk about, we have poor communication. We have communication that needs help. We have communication we don't understand one another. And i was reading this one thing that says uh, you know have have you ever felt like when your wife speaks to you you just don't hear them and don't say amen but when she speaks to you 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 just don't understand and you know the the thing is i don't totally understand that and i've been married for a long time and, and my wife's very clear she's a lot clearer than i am she's a lot more articulate when it comes to like hey this is what i'm trying to express But us men, would would any man in here be bold enough to say, we have selective hearing and we hear what we want to hear? And all the men said, and the rest of you are sissies. (laughs) You see, Donna knows when I'm watching ESPN and I'm watching that game shot or something big, don't come at me telling me about something because, you know, I just ain't going to hear you. You know what I'm saying? She'd be like, hey, my head's in the oven and my head's on fire. Okay, baby, I'll be there in a minute. I don't know what she said. And you got to turn the TV off. You come stand in front of the TV. You know, you're like, well, man, you, you need help. Well, you know, I've been around some of you, too. I've been learning this from you. Okay, but communication. Man, God communicates to us. How many of you believe God has a voice and he speaks to you all the time, that God's speaking all the time? I do. People all the I don't hear God. I would say, you're not listening. Because when you listen, he'll speak. And this whole passage here, it says, and the sheep, the sheep refers to the children of God. They recognize, they know, they hear the voice of the Almighty. And over the weeks, we're going to be breaking that down, but the, the sheep need to be led, and we're sheep, and we need to be led, church. And as we're led, the voice of God will lead us and show us the path. And yet there's these other voices. Now, if you've got voices in your head, you might need to go to the doctor, okay? But there's other voices. There's the voice of the Almighty, and we'll talk about the small, still voice of God in a few weeks to come. And there's there's those strange voices, the the voices of Satan, the voices of the world, all those voices of of Seth, those voices that come. And they always are. I found the other voices, they're condemning. They're not encouraging. They're, They're not pointing me to Jesus. I heard a story several months ago. I lead a movement called Pray for Montgomery with pastors. And one of my good pastor friends told this story, and I thought, That is a great story. One day I'm going to use it. And then we started this series, and I went, here it is. I'm going to try it out on you. My friend got a dog from the shelter, and he thought the dog was kind of dumb. Now, don't send me emails this week and say, you're calling dogs dumb. Well, some are and some aren't, but he said this dog just couldn't figure it out. He said he would yell to the dog, and he'd whistle to the dog, and he said the best the dog would do, it would stop, it would perk his ears up, and it would look at him, and it would just take off running the other way. And, the, and my friend, he was growing really frustrated. He goes, man, this is one dumb dog. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if we need to take this dog back. And the little girl, his daughter had already bonded with the dog, so he knew the dog wasn't going back. And then he had a thought. This dog, this dog ain't getting it. So he went into the computer and he started Googling stuff. And then he, he, he had this thought. It had to be from the Holy Spirit. And he goes, ten top commands of a dog. And he he Googled down there, and he got all these 10 top commands of a dog. And the next thing you know, you know what he figured out? He goes, commands of a dog. Top 10 Spanish commands of a dog. And he got the top 10 Spanish commands of a dog. And he went out, and he doesn't speak Spanish, but he began to say these words. That dog stopped, looked, and came to him. The dog sat. The dog was confused. The dog had had a Spanish-Mexican family in South Florida. And they had raised him. The dog made it to the shelter. And this dog, and he could speak English all day. That dog wasn't gonna listen. Ain't <laughs> that a great story? And we laugh, you're going, you got some dumb, foolish friends. But they got some crazy dogs. And I got to thinking about it. Sometimes when we're out there on the streets with, with our Spanish community growing like it is, there might be some dogs they just don't understand your language. But here's what I want to say about the sheep. Do you recognize the voice of the Almighty? he speaks he says the strangers don't recognize his voice write down john eight forty seven. john eight forty seven says the one who is from god hears god's words we hear his word so we don't get intimidated by the scriptures we don't get uh pushed away by this narrative we go god we want to we want to trust you god we want to lean into you intimacy is the foundation of getting to know our father in heaven now jesus would say my sheep know my voice and my sheep follow me right that side somewhere over there on the side the sheep the children of god christ followers they follow the voice of god true christ followers train themselves to listen and then they do what he says psalm 85 verse 8 says i will hear what god the lord will speak the psalmist had set himself up prescribed that look I will will listen to what God says, and then I'm going to do what he says. There's two types of listening I've learned. There is that passive listening, and maybe some of us in the room suffer from that. And then there's the aggressive listener, that we really wholeheartedly begin to listen to the word of God. Right at the very top of your outline, it says, every story whispers his name. When I read scripture, I realize the Old and New Testament is about Jesus. He's the central character of all Scripture. Now, he's a lot more clear in the New Testament than he is in the Old. He's more concealed in the Old, but he's there, and he's revealed through the Holy Spirit. In the New Testament, he has come. But the stories of Scripture reveal God. As you read Scripture, those whispers, or they begin to speak to our hearts. They begin to tell us who God is. In Luke 24, write it down, Luke 24, 27. If you read it from the message translation, it says these words. And then he said to them, so then he started at the beginning with the books of Moses... That's the five first books, the Torah there. And he went on through all the prophets, pointing out everything the scriptures that referred to him. He began to teach them according to the word of the Lord. And they began to hear. And it's no different in 2013. God wants us to hear. God speaks. I've already established the fact, and you agree with me, that God is speaking to his world this morning. He's speaking to you, he's speaking to me, and he has spoken all through scripture. And when we read scripture, we see how good it is. And there's a couple questions, I I don't have them in your notes, I've got so much that's not in your outline, but here's what I'd say to us. There's two questions that you and I have to ask ourselves. Is what I'm hearing, is it revealing the truth about God? Is it revealing the truth about the character of God? Is it revealing about the church of the living Christ? Does this word, does it reveal more of God to me? There's a second question. Will obedience in my life, if I obey this directive, will it cause me to experience more of God? And if the answer is yes, I believe it's the voice of God. Now, we have a condemner the Bible says he's an accuser of the brethren, and he is setting out, and he wants to destroy us. He wants to knock us out. He doesn't want us to hear. There's the voice of the enemy. I have this back office. I call it the cave. And I have a bulletin board, and I put little sheets of paper, and I write little stuff. A lot of this stuff now is on my phone, but sometimes I go to the old school, and I go to the bulletin board. And I have this little quote I've had up there for several years. And this morning I went in to get my mic and I put it on and I was getting ready. And I looked up on the thing and I saw this quote that I see often. And I said, man, that is a quote that we need to write down this morning. And I want you to write it down now. God does not call you by your shame. God does not call you and me by your shame, but by your name. The enemy always calls you into guilt, into condemnation, into addiction, into suffering under the load of guilt and shame. And we've all been there. Maybe you're there this morning. But the Father doesn't call you by shame. He calls you by name. God wants to reveal who he is through Scripture this morning. And it's not a voice um, that is loud many times a lot of times it's a very small still quiet voice and it offers grace it offers exhortation to continue in this journey with the father to not quit to not shrink back it it speaks that the needy aren't crushed that the hopeless aren't depleted anymore that they begin to have life how many of you believe this morning that the word of god is full of life and there's life in the word of god well you need to be here This is the life book. This is the life-giving book from God. It's the voice of God, and he begins to speak, and the quality of his voice, and the the voice of God begins to draw me and you out, and, and the content of his voice is always consistent with what is revealed in Scripture. I want you to hear that. Anytime you hear God... It is always consistent with Holy Scripture. God will never lead you. God will never speak to you in anything that runs inconsistent that is contrary to the Word of God. You need to hear that, church. God is speaking. Now, you know, people say, a lot of times people say, hey, God spoke to me. God spoke to me. Well, that's awesome. But if it's speaking something that is not consistent with this Word, it's not the voice of God. It's the voice of the devil. It's the voice of the enemy. It's the voice of self. How many of you sometimes think we talk to ourselves? Anybody talk to yourself besides me? Yeah, I mean, I know. I'll take medicine for that. No, I, I don't take medicine for that. How many of you answer yourself? Come on, raise your hand loud. Uh, you, you do, you do. All right, we're starting a small group this week. It's going to be the biggest group in the church. We answer. What well, One day I was talking to myself, because I'll, I'll be praying in my office. I'll be praying out loud, and we have this wonderful housekeeper Valerie cleans her church. and love Miss Valerie. And Valerie comes through there. And sometimes I'll just be talking. I'll be talking to God. I'll be praying. And sometimes I'll just be questioning. And then one day I said something. And then before I knew it, I said, I, I answered myself. And she walked in. Like, who's he talking to? I said, well, you know, Valerie, sometimes I just answer myself. She goes, well, I do too, preacher. And she just went on. I thought, well, me and Valerie, we're we in good company. Okay, all right. So. so it doesn't contradict. Fill in this blank here, number one. God speaks through the artistry of his creation. God is a creative God, and he, he speaks through creation. I showed you that picture last Easter uh, that my wife took a year or so ago of the pine trees that give glory to God, and as they're busting forth in bloom in the spring, they, they have little crosses that form. And I, look, I love the season it will be here before long spring. It shouts of his glory. Listen to Psalm 19, verses 1 through 4 the heavens proclaim the glory of god the skies display his craftsmanship day after day they continue to speak night after night they make him known they speak without a sound or without a word their voice is never heard yet their message is gone throughout the earth and the words to all the world how many of you think creation speaks the glory of god just open your eyes and look it's majestic oh don and i love the ocean we love to go to the beach and she'll, she can tell you, I can sit there literally, for, I, I lo- we would love to read on the beach, but my favorite place, she knows, besides a nap on the beach, is I, I, I like to get an old chair, and it has to be old because it gets all rusted. and I like to go down there and sit my feet in the water and sit right down there on the edge of the water and just stare out at the ocean, and I worship and I contemplate, and don't tell Donna, but sometimes I take a nap. But it is, it is awesome. And I just, man, there's nothing, y'all know what I'm saying? Is there something about the waves that come rolling in? Does that speak to you or does it speak to anybody else? Does it speak to you? You go, some of you go to the mountains. I know you hunters, we're super spiritual, we go to the woods. They are spiritual, they go to the woods and they listen to noises and they see creation, they see animals and the trees and the plants, man, it's awesome. I go to the woods and I get poison ivy and briars and, standing in swamps and i just don't go with the right people you know anyway i'm just putting it out there all right look at number two god speaks through signs and wonders in the word of god in genesis 19 or genesis chapter 9 verse 13 the word says i've set my rainbow in the clouds and it will be the sign of the covenant between me and the earth how many of you this morning are you, are, are you moved by rainbows Man, i mean i've been moved by rainbows my entire life and to this day still Every time I see a rainbow, I remember the covenant of God. And he speaks through wonders, and he speaks through signs, and there's so much more we could say about that. Look at the third one. God speaks in the still, small voice, the quiet voice of the Almighty. In a few weeks, I'm going to really talk about this First 1 Kings, you can imagine, but I just want to say Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21, the Scripture says, whether you turn to the right or you turn to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way. Walk in it. There's a great Bible teacher called James McDonald it comes on Faith Radio, and that's their little theme song. But walk in the way of the Lord. God teaches 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 12. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire, and after the fire came a gentle whisper. Lord was in that whisper. We have to be still. The psalmist would just go be still and know that I'm a God. Look at four. God speaks through the authoritative word that I've been trying to build a case on all morning. Through God's holy, precious, eternal word, he speaks. 2 Timothy, the passage you may be memorized early on, chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, the word just says, All Scripture is what God breathed. And it is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Put out there, holiness. God's Word equips you and me for the battle. God's Word speaks to us. God's Word reproves us. God's Word convicts us. God's Word changes us. God's Word makes us complete for the journey. Romans 10 in verse seventeen, it says, "Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Christ." That's the message that God wants to give to us. And there's, yet, yeah, there's two images here in the Bible. In Hebrews four twelve, God talks about. I gotta be careful with this prop. Okay, God talks about the word being. Hold on. God's word being. The sword! Yeah, pastor's going to go ninja on you. I walked in this morning when they were having worship practices and said, y'all quit messing with Jeff. No, I didn't do that. Little kid came in today and said, pastor, what you going to do with that? I said, you're going to behave today too, ain't you? Isn't that awesome? I would suggest this is probably highly illegal. It just hit me as I put it out of here. I wonder if I could get on the airplane with that. You know, just a side commentary. It's always amazed me. They make me give up my little Swiss knife, you know, and the thing you clip with. I've lost a few of those in the years when I used to travel a lot in the airports. And I got on a plane one day, and there's this woman. She had knitting needles. You know how long them suckers are? They're about this long. And she's over there knitting. I'm going to tell you, I could do some damage on some people. I'm just thinking. I thought by the next time I fly, I might travel with that. Now, you're going to get a new preacher if I travel with that. But here it is. The sword. God's word is a sword. Why did I bring that out? Because I want you to look at it. Because like we just say, oh, yeah, a sword. But look at it. Man, I mean, that's, that, that demands attention. That is an offensive weapon. God's word is offensive. It offends the darkness. It comes against the darkness. The righteousness is exalted. We need to be armed with the word of God. God's word, write it in there, is a sword. Hebrews 4. It's a living, active sword for the Word of God. I always tell you about Ephesians 6, put on the full armor of God. And I always tell you, take up the sword. I take it up every day, I put on the armor of God. Anyway, maybe just a new image for you. What's the the next image? The next image, I don't know what, here, I'm going to put it right here. Hey, no kids, come here and play with this, okay? All right, the next image is the what? The, The mirror. We look into God's word. In James chapter 2, verses 23 and following, he talks about looking into the word of God and finding freedom. As we look at God's word, God's word looks back. As I read his word, as you read his word, it reflects who I am. It reflects the character of God. It shows me who God is. It shows me his heart. It shows me his honor. It shows me who he is. And it also shows me how I fall short as I follow him. And the word reads me. And that's why I'm always saying, get in the word. Have a daily habit in the word. Have you been into the word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, "Ah, no, I ain't read too much. And then I go, but has the word got into you? So we we can get into the word. But the key is, is when the word gets back into us and it begins to transform our mind, it begins to give us a transformed heart. It begins to make us like Jesus. Look at the fifth point. God speaks to us through His Son, Jesus Christ. I love this. This passage is Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. In the Word, it says, Long ago God spoke many times in many ways to our ancestors through the prophets. And now in these final days He has spoken to us through His Son. And God has promised everything to the Son as an inheritance. And through the Son, He created the universe. But God speaks clearly through Jesus. Are you listening to the shepherd where is his sheep he's the shepherd and the sheep recognize his voice let me give you some other ones i didn't put on here today i only gave you five bunch more write these down these are extra god speaks through circumstances look at the life of jonah <laughs> told jonah to do something told him to go to the ninevites he didn't do it he got swallowed by the well whole series of circumstances takes place do you believe god speaks to you through circumstances i do Let me give you the next one. God speaks to you through counsel. All through the book of Proverbs, it talks about their safety in a multitude of counselors. And and as you read the Word of God and you go and you speak to other people and you you seek out godly men and women that are uh, seasoned in their faith and they begin to speak truth into your life. Let me give you another one. Peace. Jesus always loves to speak through peace. Let me give you some great verses. Philippians 4, verse 7. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. The peace, it guards. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. Since members of one body, you were called to peace. See that, that peace. We, we, we all want peace. Everybody wants peace. And it's not peace at any price. It's peace following god's commands peace at following god's ways discerning the voice of god seeing his character knowing that god is literally speaking to you and me through his word through situations through through our emotions even and he begins to prompt us he begins to push us in a direction to do something and we go god i'm listening to your voice let's move on with this i want you to see so god speaks through peace let me give you another one dreams and visions some of you have dreams some of you have visions and all through Scripture, Solomon, Jacob, Joseph, Peter, Paul. We can go through a, a litany of people in the Scriptures. God spoke to them. How many of you believe that God still speaks through visions and dreams today? I do. Now, if, if you're having a crazy dream, it's the pizza you ate the night before. Maybe it's your diet. But I think many times God speaks through... I many people come to me and say, man, I had this dream, Pastor. Pastor, I had this vision. I had this, I had that. Man, I, I believe God still operates. My Bible says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And i say, amen. He still speaks. There, there's one that says, well, you know, God, he doesn't speak through dreams anymore. I only have bad dreams. Well, he's probably not speaking to you through dreams, but he's speaking to others. Here's another one. Right down natural manifestations. God speaks through thunder, water, wind. Romans 1 says, man is without excuse. They say, creation speaks of jesus christ just read romans 1 and you'll see where even creation even where all that speaks of who god is and we're without man is without excuse here's another one supernatural manifestations write that down god speaks sometimes through supernatural expressions here's something i'll say to you in the scripture there was moses and he walked up to this plant one day it was called a bush and the bush burned how many would say that was supernatural yeah Another guy named Gideon, he he did this fleece thing. He was throwing out fleece. How many of you think that God still speaks through fleeces today? I do. How many of you think God speaks through light? Yes. God is speaking. But I want you to fill in this bottom blank. The humble will be the first to hear the voice of God. God opposes the proud. He gives grace to the humble. And when we humble ourselves under the word, under the Lord, I believe He speaks. Over in one of the Gospels, Jesus says, He who has ears, let him hear, and he's not talking about. You know, there's people walking around without ears. Spiritual, just right on the side. Do I have spiritual ears to hear? Um, get your ears on. You know, cordless phones. You know, they have channels, and sometimes you go in and you use it. They've gotten a lot better with the frequencies. But used to, you, you you'd get on there and you you, you know you, you couldn't hear. And you'd have to kind of uh, reset it or something, and you'd get on the right channel, right frequency, and you'd hear. I never will forget. I think uh, I think it was Rachel. When Rachel was little, one day Donna was home and she was taking care of her child and she, she heard, uh, came through the phone, came, oh, I think it came through the uh, intercom, uh, you know, the baby monitor, and she heard this guy say, I'm going uh, I'm, I'm to leave my wife. She's gone. Come on over. Woo! Boy, they messed up. Mama had the sword. She was out, man. She was ready to take him. No, she didn't have the sword. But sometimes we, 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 have, we have to tune in. Let me, let me tell you what happens in this room. Stephen does an amazing job. He gets less credit than anybody. But if Stephen does a bad job, he'll get more blame than anybody in the house. He's always getting this room the frequencies right. And sometimes with my mic and Jeff's mics and others, we've had frequency problems. And he has to tune into all these waves and channels that are out there. It's like, okay, how many of you are going to go home this afternoon and you're going to sit in front of this box in your family room and it's going to receive some waves, some frequency, and a picture's going to show up. Anybody going to do that today? It's called a what? A TV. And when it's tuned in, well, how about us? When we tune into God, we hear God. And some of us are like, man, I, I'm not hearing because... Uh, my hearing's fuzzy i've got sin in my life well that'd be a thing confess that Uh, but we have to adjust to the frequency of god Uh, here's another way i think god speaks i think god uses the miracles of life to speak to us i know he does recently with the birth of Ramsey. that was just another way of god of speaking of his creative redemptive loving power and grace and when he heals people and when he does miracles in your life there's countless accounts in the scriptures of miracles, of what God did, signs and wonders, and how he communicates, and how Christ is the living word of God. And he points us, and he, he leads the way to salvation. But God is speaking, and I, I look at this, and so he speaks to the Son, he, he, he speaks to us today in a multitude of ways, and, and God's voice, one time in Scripture, God spoke, uh, some people are like, well, I don't know, you know, yeah, God can. One time God spoke to a donkey. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, I thought that was a pretty awesome story. Balaam's donkey, go read that story. It's it's a great story. And a lot of times people well, you know, I don't know if God can use me. I say, yeah, God can use you. I mean, one time God used a jackass. Okay, if he used a jackass, he can use you. Okay, you know, know, he can can use a donkey. So he can use you. I mean, if you ever feel really good about yourself, just go read about Balaam's donkey. You're like, you know, hey, God can use who God wants to use. I mean, go look at Moses with a burning bush. I mean, God used a bush one time. He used the wind. He used all these things. Well, God wants to use us. He wants to speak. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, write it down. So faith comes from hearing, and from hearing the word of Christ. So we look for the miracle of the Holy Spirit. We live in the mode of prayer. We search out in Scripture how God might be speaking. We submit to the ministry of healing. I would call it the ministry of Eli. Speak, Lord, for your servant is busy. That's not what it says. Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. That's a whole key to the voice. Are we listening? And then God speaks to us in other ways. But I just want us to begin to tune in. So as God speaks through creation, he speaks through his glory, he wants us to commit to not being passive in our pursuit of him and to seek him with all our heart. I want you to write down Luke 8.18. I know I'm giving you a lot of verses today. And there's a lot of things that maybe one of these verses is going to grip your heart. I trust it will. But Luke 8.18 says, Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have even what he thinks he has will be taken from him. We always use that verse. I was listening to this thing about Robert Morris. He goes, so many people, they think, oh, that's just for money. And that's true. But I also think is if you listen more, I think God speaks more. How many people believe that? I mean, if you're not doing anything with what God said, I always tell people, go back to the last thing God told you to do and do that. And then maybe God will speak again. But God is speaking. God, God has already spoken to somebody before you got here today. He spoke to you last week, last month. And you ignored it. So the thing would be go back and say, God, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to take your word for granted, God. I will not take your word for granted. I will follow you. I will listen to your word. For, Father, you are an active voice. You're the voice of of the Almighty. God, I need to train myself to hear from you. Know the voice. Respond to the voice with life-changing faith. Respond to the voice. But as you respond to the voice, y'all can come to the keyboard. Respond with life-changing faith. That's what God wants to do. He wants to change me. He wants to change you. I mean, there's things in our life, and and, uh, and God says, Faith pleases me. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And Father, in faith, I trust you in the unseen, but I put my trust in your word. I put my trust in you, and I will follow you. I wrote down last night as I was finishing up study. I, want you, I don't know if you're going to have room to write this. I hope you will. And I thought, God, help me just get a really practical word to help them about knowing the voice of God. And I wrote down this. I call this next steps. Write down next steps and see if this helps you. Number one, for the next 30 days, read a chapter a day of the Scripture, minimum. And I know a lot of you, man, you don't read a chapter a day. And that's not condemnation. I'm just trying to help you hear the voice of God. So your next step would be, for the next 30 days, commit to reading one chapter of the Bible every day. Maybe start in the book of John or start in one of the Gospels. The second thing, sign up. Many of you have smartphones and devices. Smart up for version, or go on your computer, version. It'll download the Bible for you. I mean, you know, with all the smartphones today, it's just amazing. Everywhere you walk, somebody's got their phone, and you can have the Bible right there. I mean, millions and millions are downloading it. So we're going to take a, a faith step as we're going to read the Word every day. We're going to maybe do the you version. And here's a tough one. Ready? Ask somebody to hold you accountable for the next 30 days. I'm not going to ask you to do it now, but maybe today ask somebody. Said, you know, Pastor gave a challenge, and I want to hear the voice of God. Would you hold me accountable to put myself in a position to hear from him? This morning, we're going to do one of my favorite songs of the past. It's a great song. It just rings with clarity. And this song is simply titled, Word of God Speak. On this song, the altar is open. We can sing along. You can receive it. Just make it a moment of worship. You know, I've spoken as a preacher, but my prayer is the Word of God is ringing in your heart. Word of God, speak to us today that we'll be more like Jesus.